Hello and welcome back to Young Sports, a weekly podcast focusing on prep athletics in Western Kentucky and around the Commonwealth. I'm your host, Chris Young, and I'm delighted to have you join me for this episode. However, whenever, wherever you might be listening, thank you for tuning in. On this week's episode, I'm joined by one of the most lethal goal scorers in the history of Kentucky high school girls soccer. During her four-year tenure at University Heights Academy in Hopkinsville, Lily Strader set the single season and career marks for most goals ever at the school and in the 8th District. And in case you're wondering, that final tally was 178 goals. She also won a bunch of awards, earned three district titles, and finished on two teams that were regional runner-up. Today, Lily Strader is a sophomore on the Murray State University women's soccer team and has recently enjoyed her most productive stretch to date. And we want to hear all about it from the guest of honor herself, Lily Strader. Thank you so much for joining the Young Sports Podcast. I'm glad to be here. Great to see you. A lot to to catch up on. Um, One thing I was really struck by this week, Lily, you all obviously clinched the Ohio Valley Conference regular season championship at Murray State. I saw an Instagram video on the Murray State Athletics uh, page and uh, you were quick to grab that trophy as soon as the photo op ended and, and hoist that thing in the air and kind of led the celebration. Have you become a, a, a pretty big vocal leader on that team already? I mean, I try to be as best as I can. You know, I feel like, you know, we go throughout practice and we we talk about, you know, we need leaders on, on the team as much as, you know, we need people to just sit back and, you know, take constructive can constructive criticism and stuff. But um I mean, I like, hey, you know, hold it up. You know, we should be proud of that. That's what we're worked for all season and stuff all year. You know, COVID kind of set us back. But, you know, I think it's something we should be really excited about. So I was just happy to hold it up in the air and, you know, us scream and yell for it. You looked excited and the rest of the, the crew followed suit. Uh, you mentioned COVID. I know that's become such a, a not taboo, but maybe a cliche topic. Uh, how has it been having to deal with, some of the restrictions and obviously you guys went a long time without being able to play games. You had to shift your season to the spring, a lot of adjustments. How have you personally dealt with all that? I mean, I think we've all dealt with it as best as we can as a team. You know, we wear masks at all times, you know, when we're not doing physical activity, you know, when we go to the weight room on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we wear those as, you know, as much as we can. But um, I mean, I think overall it's been, it's been pretty good. We've worked with it as best as we can. So uh, I mentioned you've you've had just an awesome stretch lately in terms of production. Uh, you're, I believe, tied for second on the team in terms of goals goal scored this season, and a lot of that has come here lately. How have you kind of found your your stride, and what has it been these last few weeks to where you maybe are are seeing things clear or or been able to do something that maybe you didn't realize you could do before? What what's led to kind of this surge in production? I think just working hard, you know, I try to get myself in a good position on the field, you know, where the players can, you know, find, find me the ball. And coach talks about, you know, to all of us on the team, like not playing with blinders on, you know, keep our head up and open to the whole field. So, you know, we can make the best pass or see who's open to get the ball, you know, where they can take a shot on goal or anything like that. We found success in switching the field very well and just, you know, our formation has come together really well too. 
And I think just really switching the field and, you know, getting crosses in the box and, and, you know, finishing in the final third has helped. And I've just, you know, found the end success. In the intro, obviously we talked about all the goals you scored at UAJ and you were obviously the, the centerpiece of, of the offense and on the high school team. How has it been adjusting to a college team where there are a lot of really good offensive players and, and talented young ladies just like you uh, who, who maybe want that same opportunity to score, or to touch the ball. Uh, have you had to kind of find your, your way or find your role a little bit and how you fit into an offense at the next level? I mean, I think so. We all mesh really well together, you know, you know, from high school to college, each person on the college team, like we know what our job is. We all have that mentality to win the OVC championship and then advance on to the NCAA tournament. But I think we mesh really well together. And, you know, on high school, I feel like there might have been weaknesses in some positions. But at the college level, I feel like everyone is very strong in their position and know what they're doing. You actually got to score a couple of goals, I believe, in the game where uh, the racers actually clinched that OBC regular season championship. What was that like to have a performance on a day where you also got to do a little bit of celebrating? It was awesome. You know, I, I just took the shot and I looked up and I was like, oh, that's going in, you know. And sometimes, you know, when you're you're looking down at the shot, you don't really know. And I finally looked up and I was like, I was like, oh, that's in, you know, and I was happy and just being able to celebrate on the field with my teammates was really exciting. And we didn't really know that we were the um, winners of the season and the um, because we didn't know if SIUE, you know, they were playing at the time we were. And then we just got the news at the end of the game. So that was even more exciting. When you're so accustomed to winning in the postseason, like you were at the University Heights and going on farther in the year, is that a mentality that you're able to kind of bring to the table and almost kind of create a, a contagious atmosphere with girls that maybe aren't used to that or kind of helping raise the bar a little bit when it comes to MSU? I mean, yeah, I think so. Each day we all show up to practice and give it our best. We work our hardest and we know that, you know, if we continue to do that, our outcome is just going to be success. And we know our job's not done and we're continuing to work hard and get ready for Thursday for the semifinal. So you mentioned that obviously Murray State gets to host the OVC tournament this year, which is a great advantage, I would think, to your to your team and, and to the program. What maybe are some advantages to being able to play the semifinals and then hopefully the final at Cutchin Field? I mean, you know, playing on your home turf is always nice. You have that home field advantage. And we set goals as a team at the beginning of the year before the uh, games even started and we wanted to win regular season so we could host it. We lost to Jacksonville State. You know, we lost like set our goal by one like lost our goal by one but um I think really losing to Jacksonville State you know made us you know take a look at what was going on what we needed to work on and sometimes if you keep winning you you're like kind of bonded to like what's going wrong or like if anything was going wrong so I think losing to them you know we were able to change our formation and um really we found success after that we press as a team and we defend as a team we work on set pieces like 24 7 we um go over powerpoints of the teams that we're playing like we know their strengths and their weaknesses who their key players are and we really just um can execute it in the game when we play them next but i think just being on the home home turf is just awesome and 
I know we're excited. You open OVC tournament play, I believe on April 15th against SEMO. And then the winner of that one gets the winner of SIUE, who you mentioned, and Tennessee Martin in the conference tournament final. Have you thought about what an NCAA tournament berth would mean for you? And I know, I think this group has been since 2018. So what what would it mean for, for you personally uh, to help get Murray State back into the NCAA tournament? I think that'd be awesome. I mean, it's what we've worked for all year, even when COVID sent us home in the fall, you know, we knew that we still had to work on our own. And then when we came back in the spring that, you know, we would be ready to play together as a team. But I think just getting back in the NCAA tournament would be awesome. I know you uh, obviously pretty well. And in and, and high school, you were somebody that that found a field, no matter if you were playing in a game or practicing or just working on your own. Um, what what did you have to do in order to kind of help yourself stay in shape? And, and what was the regimen like when – Maybe you were sent home and you weren't able to be around your teammates and you had to kind of grind to make sure you were uh, staying ready for when the season or whenever play did eventually continue. Well, coach always sends us a workout packet that we're, we do on our own. And I just continued to do that. And I, I didn't miss any, you know, we lift two days a week and run the other three days. And I think if you're fit, then you can you know, withhold any team. And like, I feel like it all comes down to in the championship game, like who wants it more? You know, you've worked hard all, all season, you know, you continue to pass fitness tests and, you know, get stronger in the weight room and stuff. But I feel like, you know, in that moment, it doesn't matter about your, your season, your record, you know, how many games you won, how many lost. It just all comes down to who, who's going to fight hard in the end in the championship game to get their self win and advance on to the tournament. Outstanding. Uh, we, we talked about the the goals you scored, and, and I think that currently, now that the the records have kind of the smoke has cleared a little bit, you're now 11th all time in Kentucky high school girls soccer goals scored in a career. Number one on that list is somebody you know pretty well. She's also your teammate, Maddie Griggs, uh, Henderson County High School graduate. How crazy is it to have the first and 11th all time goal scorers in Kentucky high school history playing on the same team? I think it's awesome. I love Maddie Griggs. She's one of my best friends. You know, she's kind of been set back. She had two knee surgeries and stuff, but, um, you know, she's recovered well. She's found minutes on the field this season and we're all happy for her. And she gets in the treatment room and takes care of her body. We roomed together freshman year. You know, I knew we would be good friends. I just knew we would. I'd never thought we would play college soccer together, but of course she's in the same area as I am. So the you know, colleges nearby are going to be looking, of course, at the first and 11th <laughs> goal scorers in Kentucky. But I love Maddie Griggs. I know I have a lifelong friend in her. Which, I mean, is pretty amazing. And I I know that you all were fierce rivals. And when you talk about UHA and Henderson County at the high school level, they obviously were responsible for knocking you out of the uh, the second region tournament all four times, twice in the semifinals, twice in the finals, always going at it. Did you did you ever have to like get past a certain point when you got to Murray State and kind of vent and get that out of your system, or was that never an issue uh, from the time that you guys uh, put on the the blue and gold together? <laughs> I mean, it was never an issue. We when in like in our dorm rooms and like when we're hanging out with our friends, no one really knows and like coming in that you know we were high school rivals or anything. So we tell all of our teammates about it and really just laugh about it, and that's all you can do. 
But of course, it was upsetting when we got out, you know, in each region final. But I was happy for her to advance to say she worked hard and stuff and she deserved it. What do you hope uh, the, the two of you can accomplish together? What are your realistic goals, not just for this year, but for the rest of your career at Murray State? I mean, I think just, you know, working hard, you know, being leaders on the team, scoring goals, you know, hopefully together, find her more minutes on the field, get her healthy and, you know, just being a big asset to the team. You obviously played for some uh, pretty great coaches, in particular, uh, Michael Parker at University Heights. What's maybe a, a lesson that you learned from from Coach Parker that pops up every now and then and, and something that you're still applying to Murray State? practice or games or workouts that maybe you kind of smile and and remember that's something that he instilled. Coach Parker always told us to get, you know, as many touches on the ball as we could, you know, during games at practice, you know, even when you're not practicing, you know, find a ball, go to a field and get as many touches in as possible because the more touches you take on the ball, you know, the more comfortable you're going to be on the field and under pressure when the time comes. There must be something between you and having coaches that have uh, nice accents because we went from <laughs> Michael Parker now to Matt Lodge, who uh, also has that nice uh, English accent going on. Uh, what have been maybe some similarities and maybe some differences in coaching styles you've had to get used to between those two guys? Um, I don't really know. I mean, I feel like they're they're both great coaches. You know, Michael Parker, he's an awesome coach. He just – you know, told us to work hard and stuff. And Matt Lodge, I, f- I feel like they both have a lot of similarities, and you know, um, going forward and stuff. But they kind of <laughs> – the other day they were trying to do American accent at practice, and that was, like, really funny. And, you know, we make fun of theirs and they make fun of ours. But I feel like, you know, they both tell us to work hard and just have fun with it most of all. You know, if you're not having fun with soccer, then, I mean – what are you doing? You know, you should be having fun out there playing with your teammates and just making the best memories that you can. And that's what they've always told us to do. And now speaking of coaches, uh, Hopkinsville high school coach, Jeff Addison recently announced his retirement. What impact did he have uh, on your career? What role did he play in terms of your, your soccer career growing up? I feel like he got me started in playing club. You know, I started out, um, at ambush with him and we went to the local tournaments and then from there I ended up playing at Clarksville soccer club then the Tennessee soccer club but I feel like just really playing on a club team and going to tournaments where colleges were going to be there and you know where you could email them and give them your information and just you know get your college you know recruitment started okay so obviously you bought into the Murray State culture you're a racer through and through the most important Murray community question that there is. <laughs> Give me Lily Strader's favorite Murray place to eat. Um, I'd say either Shogun or Mr. B's. Good choice. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. B's is good, but have you done Matt B's pizza? Uh, I have not. I need to go there. I also like um, dumplings. Have you had dumplings? Dumplings is fantastic. Bring me some rolls <laughs> the next time you come to Hopkins. Okay, I will. But listen, we have to get you to Matt B's. You got to get a, a slice okay, of I'll meat house it. and a cheese stick. Do it soon. You won't regret it. I promise. I know that's probably not on the diet, is it? What did you say? Is it on the diet that to eat pizza like that? Oh, no. Good carbs. Good carbs for a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, are, what are maybe some of your your uh, favorite 
or the, some of the Murray traditions or aspects that you've really enjoyed or, or have bought into that you're uh, kind of taking part in on a daily or weekly basis? Um, I'd say going to football games and just attending all the sports games. I feel like that's really all there is around here. But um, just, yeah, going to sports events. That's been kind of different for you. Having a school where you have a football team, obviously you, you didn't have one at University <laughs> Heights, and now the, the racers are off to a, a fantastic start. Um, have you gotten to know any of those guys, and, and what have you seen out of that group that maybe uh, you're impressed by in terms of their competition? Oh, yeah, they're good. They're doing great this season. I know a few of them, you know, see them going to practice or, like, if we're practicing on the turf for a day or whatever, a bunch message me and, like, telling me good luck on games and stuff. Or, like, you know, if they – like, after the SEMO game, I had several message me and were like, you know, congrats and stuff. And they're they're really supportive. And I like that about the teams at Murray. You know, we're all happy for each other and we want to support everybody in the best way we can. I don't think I have to ask you this question, so I'm just going to go ahead and assume, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but your number one fan is, is your mom, Angie Strader. Uh, she's been by your side a long time, very vocal, uh, very outspoken, and, and just a staunch, again, supporter of everything that you do. How many games has she been to, and what's what's maybe her pregame advice uh, that I'm sure she texts you each time? Uh, well, her and my dad both and my grandparents, you know, they haven't even missed a game. Well, mom and dad haven't. Maybe my grandparents have. But my mom and dad are surely to be there at every game and stuff. But my dad just tells me to be aggressive and get after them, just like my mom does, too. She She's just like, have fun, you know, don't think too much about it. Because I feel like the more you like, oh, like I want to score this or I want to do this, like it doesn't happen. Like you just need to play hard and just like let things happen on their own. I know your uh, your mom obviously had a, a, a pretty public um, bout with breast cancer a few years back. Um, how has that helped you put and maybe keep things in perspective? And what when you think about that and, and maybe reminisce or or maybe even try to block it out? But how does that maybe help you do what you do on a daily burst on a daily basis as a person and as a soccer player? Yeah, that was huge. That was definitely something we did not expect, you know, going throughout our life. She went to the doctor and was like, hey, you know, I found whatever. And she was like, I'm going to get this looked at and stuff. And so when we found out the results, it was just like kind of very sad. I like cried because that's obviously my mom and she means the world to me. But um, I think just her having breast cancer, I mean, she's a fighter, you know, if she can battle through breast cancer, then I can fight through a soccer game or, you know, if my legs are sore the next day, I'm like, Hey, my mom beat breast cancer, you know, I should be able to get over sore legs, but um, she means the world to me. And I'm still happy to have her here with me. And I hope it never comes back. She, she posted a picture the other day of you with the OVC regular season championship trophy, and there was a caption that just said, a girl with a dream. So I'll ask you, what what are your dreams, Lily? I think just, you know, winning the OVC tournament, continue that on and advancing into the NCAA um, tournament too. And just even maybe winning a game or two, you know, you get with the big league teams there. But I feel like we're just as good as any of them. And, you know, if we continue to work hard, then. I think just winning a ring or two and continuing it on is, you know, my dreams. We, as a little girl, you know, I looked at college teams playing. I watched the women's national teams playing. And it's like, hey, I want to, 
I want to do that someday. And that was my time. It's crazy because it's already like halfway over. I'll be a junior next year, but I'm having fun. I love it. I know University Heights is a, a tight knit community and um, the, the school obviously is not huge. And that has its advantages because I think it's a, everybody stays close. Have you kept in touch with maybe some of your, either your former teammates or with girls that are still playing uh, soccer at UHA? I have. I still keep in contact with some of my close friends. You know, mom posts that uh, fo- uh, post of me on Facebook and several teachers reach out to me through that and comment, you know, like congratulations and stuff. But it's nice. I, I need to go visit. But um, I know they would love to see me and I'd love to see them. But I love UHA and many memories were made there and I know they're still supporting me throughout my college career. You had to work pretty hard to, to get your opportunity at Murray state. I know that's not something that, that comes easily. What would your advice be to girls who now have that same goal and they want to be the next Lily Strader? How can they get to the point where you are now? What, what would you tell them at this moment? I think just, you know, running on their own, doing things on their own, even outside of practice and playing for a club team really helped me get looked at. You know, I went to an ID camp at Austin P and that's where Murray State there. There were several coaches just because it's at Austin P doesn't mean that's the only coaches that are going to be there. There's several coaches from around the area. And I think I was in the eighth grade. You know, I was there. I played my hardest and Lodge recognized me and they like gave a Gatorade award and. Uh, they were like, who should get it? And I was just like, Lily. And I was, and so they announced it at the end of the um, the, the three-day camp. And I was like super happy. And, and it really gives you confidence, you know, going to those tournaments at a young age. And, you know, if coaches are showing interest in you, you're going to get better as you get older. So just keep attending college tournaments, play for a club team, email coaches, you know, when you you wherever you're going to be at and be like, Hey, you know, I'm number whatever. And like, I play for this team. This is our game times. And, you know, if they, they come to the game and they like you, then, you know, they're going to email you and want you to come to their camp. And, you know, it's, it's a good setup that way. And that's what I did. And I think that's my best advice. Just continue to work hard and get on a club team. That's good advice. We mentioned all the goals you've scored. You've set a ton of records. You've won awards. You've won championships. You've now got a couple of game winners in your sophomore year at Murray State, an OVC championship in the regular season. What, to this point, though, in your entire soccer career are you most proud of? Um, I think really just winning this um, regular season championship. You know, we kind of fell short in the semifinals last year against Belmont, and, you know, we were ready for revenge against them this year. But, I mean, this is the biggest thing that, you know, we've won as a team together that I could be a part of this year. And I think that's really the most thing that I'm proud of. Outstanding. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us today. Best of luck uh, next week when you all take on SEMO in the, the OVC tournament semifinals. I know big things are, are ahead for you, for Maddie, for the rest of your crew. Uh, and hopefully we can do one of these again when you guys are playing in the NCAA tournament in a few weeks. How's that sound? I hope so. Sounds great. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been Lily Strader, University Heights Academy graduate, Murray State University sophomore on the women's soccer team. Thrilled to have you on the Young Sports Podcast today. Best of luck. And we'll be right back as I wrap up this week's episode.
Thanks once again to UHA graduate and Murray State University women's soccer sophomore, Lily Strader, for joining the Young Sports Podcast today. I know big things are in store for her and the racers during the next several years. For today's sports quote, I turn to the most decorated United States women's soccer player in history, Miss Mia Hamm. She once shared these inspiring words. The vision of a champion is someone who is bent over, drenched in sweat, at the point of exhaustion when nobody else is watching. Somewhere behind the athlete you've become in the hours of practice and the coaches who have pushed you, there is a little girl who fell in love with the game and never looked back. Play for her. Thanks for listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or your desired streaming application, and for sharing this episode link on social media. If you have a question, comment, or even a suggestion for a future guest, please email Young Sports. That's J-U-N-G sports at gmail.com. May your heart always be joyful. May your song always sung. And may you stay forever young. Talk to you next time. (laughs) 